Welcome to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. To get more information about me and my work, please visit ValerieSilvera.com. I want you to know that it truly is an honor for me to stand with you. So let's get started here. And first, hey, before I get started, I wanted to make sure I explain a couple things that will kind of put things in context here. And first of all, it starts with inspiration. And I want to talk to you about the differences between inspiration, motivation, and empowerment. They're all three very, very important and critical in the process of you making some changes in your life. Anything that you want to do is probably going to start with you being inspired, but then you go, you have to get motivated, but ultimately you have to be empowered. So first off, let's talk about inspiration. Now you know what that is because you've been inspired many times in your life, perhaps hundreds, maybe even thousands. For me, the things that inspire me the most are the people, regular old people like you and me that have stories of overcoming something that in the face of incredible odds, they stand up and fight or they do something amazing. They create something or accomplish something. You know what I'm talking about? Because you've heard those stories. Maybe you've met people personally or watched a television program or radio or even a podcast where you've heard people that just have, have done things that inspire you, that give you hope. And really that's what inspiration does. It gives you hope. It makes you believe that things are possible. Perhaps it even restores your faith in humanity, depending on the story. So inspiration is that feeling. You know what I'm talking about? That feeling you get that of it's, it, it's a warm, fuzzy, feel good feeling, but it also makes you feel hopeful. And so it's great. We need to be inspired. You should do everything you can to be inspired every single day. Absolutely. But most of the time, if you think about the number of times that you've been inspired, most of the time that just goes poof, you know, 10 minutes, a day later, whatever it is, after you hear this incredible story, you kind of lose it. It's sort of, it fades away, becomes a distant memory, maybe one that you think of later, but for the most part, it becomes a distant memory. No doubt you've been motivated in your life. So this is when we go from inspiration to motivation and motivation is when you have a reason. It's your reason, your why. So you become inspired. And by the way, when you become inspired by other people's stories, they don't have to be stories that have anything to do with your story whatsoever. For me to be inspired to keep doing what I'm doing I continue to be inspired by people of all sorts of walks of life and different types of stories of overcoming challenges or being tenacious or whatever it is. And most of them are not people who have a similar story to me. So that's what's really cool is that you can be inspired by anybody's story. It isn't as if it's a, this linear path that you have to be inspired by somebody who did what exactly what you want to do and then you get motivated to do it. It doesn't have to work like that. Inspirations just gives you that overall general feeling of hope and belief and possibility. 
So wherever your inspiration comes from, it doesn't really matter. But motivation is when you say this thing that I want to have, to be, to do, to change, I've got a reason to do it. I'm feeling inspired, but now I've got a reason. I need to do this because, because I'm tired of living this way. Because I feel called to do something. Because I want to challenge myself. Because I want to be in a different place next year. You know, there could be any number of reasons that you want to do, be, change, whatever it is in your life. And so you get motivated. You have a reason, right? You want to do this thing. So now what is it though? that gives you a fighting chance and that's empowerment. You need to be empowered. So this is when you put some actions behind this motivation. This is when you take action. So you are empowered and you're empowered, not just because you feel empowered, but although that is critically important, but you're empowered because you have a way to do it or at least a way to get started. Much of, of what we need to accomplish whatever it is, we learn along the way and that's fine. But you gotta have you know some actions to take, a bit of a roadmap. And that's really what I teach. Oh, and by the way, before I get further in this, I should let you know that I have a new program and it's called The Nine Actions for a Courageous Life. And before I even tell you about that, I wanna talk about courage a little bit. And you hear me talk about courage a lot because the things that hold us back, the things that get us stuck at the inspiration point, allowing that inspiration to go poof, right? And not move into motivation is fear. We get stuck even in motivation. Even when we have our why, we know exactly why we need to do something. Once again, we get stuck and it is typically fear. We are afraid that we can't do it. We're afraid of failure. We're afraid we don't know how. We're afraid of what people will think about us. And the list goes on. It's fear. That's what holds us back. And so that's why I talk about courage so much because there is no possible way I'd be sitting here today if I hadn't found a way to be courageous during my daughter's addiction and certainly after her murder and whatever, and not just even those big, huge, massive things. I've actually had a lot of, of challenges in my life starting from an early childhood and I had to dig down and find some courage to get through this stuff and to stand strong and to grow and learn from it. So you're going to need courage. And so that's why I originally, these actions that I teach, the nine actions to battle your beast is originally what I, what I called them. And I still call them that. And, and I think that really works for a lot of people in, in contexts of beasts because people have been through really hard stuff. In this program, I called these actions, the nine actions for a courageous life, because there are nine things, nine mindsets, nine actions you can take that can help you to live courageously. And, and courage is what takes you into living with hope and faith and peace and so much more happiness, joy, all of that. So that's why I call them that. So you should really check that out at ValerieSilvera.com. But I also have a new coaching program. And so my group coaching program is called The Still Standing Tribe. And when you become an annual member, you actually get that program with it. So I mean, really, that's the best way to go is to get the annual coaching membership called Still Standing Tribe, and then you can get this nine actions to a courageous life. So you can go to ValerieSilvera.com and go to membership, 
And obviously you can go into programs and look at what the Courageous Life program is about. So I didn't want to forget that. So let's get back to this inspiration, motivation, empowerment, because the reason I started talking about that program is because I started talking about fear. And so empowerment really helps us to stand up to fear. And, but, but once again, you've got to have a way to do something. And so let's take, for instance, let's say that you wanted to, let's take it somewhere that is, has nothing to do with anything that you would think that I would be talking about, but let's talk about fitness. For instance, let's say you wanted to lose some weight, get more fit, have a different eating program or something like that. I have no answers for that, by the way. There is 101 bazillion diet, eating, exercise, fitness programs out there. That you can go find. I would just say, by the way, for that, just find something that'll work for your life. But anyway, no, even if you wanted to do that, you still need mindset work. You still need help changing your attitude and your focus and your control issues and all this kind of stuff. And, and by the way, the nine actions will absolutely help you with this. But what I wanted to say is that even if you had this program, and so let's say you got inspired for whatever reason, maybe it did. It was somebody that had accomplished something in the fitness world. Let's say it was directly related to that. And then you became motivated and said, I want to be healthier. I want to feel better. I want to look better, whatever it is. But then obviously you have to have a program right? Remember I told you there's a 101 bazillion of them out there. So you'd have to have some kind of a program that works for you, a little bit of a roadmap, some guidance, some help, some coaching, some ways to do it. That's when you become empowered. Now I would say that even on this fitness routine, like I said, I still think you should do mindset work. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, you've got to get have actions that help you in your everyday life because it's really everyday life that throws us off course. No matter what it is you're trying to do, it's typically that everyday stuff that comes in and whacks you upside the head and throws you off course. It's not always something huge. So I definitely think that you should work on changing your attitude and your focus and learning how to be strong and courageous and stand up no matter what it is that you are trying to accomplish or do or be or have, definitely. So uh, I was thinking about inspiration. Let's go back and, and talk about why it's... <clears throat> First, we'll talk about how my cat just jumped up and knocked my notebook off of the desk. So excuse me for that noise. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother to stop and cut this out because I'm actually a little late in getting this podcast out. I typically record them in advance and didn't, and I'm going to get it right out afterwards. So I'm not even going to cut that. Hey, it's part of everyday life, right? What did I just tell you? Things come in and throw us off course. This just happened to be Fiona that threw me off course. So back to inspiration. I was thinking about this because just this past weekend on Saturday, I was at a women's conference and it was very inspiring. There were a lot of stories. This particular conference was called The Beautiful Face of Recovery, and it was mainly for women in the addiction industry, and a lot of them. In fact, I think every speaker was in recovery, long-term recovery. And I am not an addict. I don't have addiction, although, you know, obviously I had a daughter that lived 15 of her 30 years in addiction. So, and I'm and I'm fairly known for that. So, I was at this conference for a couple of different reasons, but I was inspired by the stories of people who had faced their demons, faced their beasts, stood up, and against a lot of them against incredible odds. I mean, there was one gal 
there who had been raised, born and raised into addiction. And by the time she was 16, she was a prostitute and a drug dealer and a drug user. And, and, and she told, said she, I won't use the language she used, but she really thought she was the, you know what, because that's all she knew. She thought she'd really made it. You know, she was this big time hooker girl. And, um, anyway, the long story short is that I think it's been 25 years or something like that, that she's been clean and sober and out of that life and, and is helping other people. And I was super inspired by her story. And so you see what I mean about your story doesn't have to have anything to do with their story to be inspired by them. And I was inspired by a lot of people with, with challenges that I don't, you know, understand. I understand from being a mom of an addict, but I don't understand what it's like to be there. And so you can be inspired by any number of stories. And as I looked around the room, because I put on events and I speak and, and all of that, I, I'm there definitely to learn because the teacher's always the student. And I was lear- there to learn and be inspired. But I was also looking at it from the perspective of these people at that were attending this event and wondering how many of them will be inspired but will never move past inspiration. They will leave and in fact that event perhaps could carry them through that day, let's say. But they wake up the next morning and it starts to fade. So you know what I mean? You've you've had this happen. You've been to an event, you've watched a television show, met somebody, listened to a podcast, whatever, and you've been inspired. And you might have even had a little bit of motivation sprinkled in that you're going to maybe do something tomorrow. But then tomorrow comes. You know, you wake up and everyday life starts and you don't even move into motivation. So I really do believe that you need to be inspired over and over and over. And it might take many, many times of being inspired before you turn to motivation. That's okay. So I would say to fill yourself with motivation. I love motivational stories. I can't get enough of them. And I think you should do the same. Motivational quotes, or excuse me, inspirational quotes. Be inspired. This is really what I meant. If I just said motivation a second ago, I apologize. I meant get be inspired. Be inspired as much as possible, as often as possible. Absolutely. Keep that inspiration because like I said, it could be that you need 50 to 1, right? 50 times of being inspired before you actually become motivated. But if you are super inspired, turn that into motivation ASAP. And remember, inspiration is that feeling, that feel good. It's, it's you feel hope and possibility. But motivation puts a reason behind it. Motivation says, okay, you know what? I feel hopeful in my life because I heard these other stories and, and I'm just so inspired by these other people and I believe things are possible. Again, it doesn't have to be the exact same thing. I believe that there's possibility and that I can be courageous too. But here's why. That's motivation. Okay, I'm motivated. I don't want to back to fitness. You know, I don't want to be unfit anymore. I, I want to be healthier. Fill in the blanks. That is motivation. Motivation says I want to change my life. I want to be happy. I want to stop living in fear. I want to be different. That's your motivation. But then you've got to move into being empowered or start living in the empowerful zone. So actually I wrote about this in Misery You Don't Get My Company because that's my book, by the way, you can get on Amazon. But um, so I wrote about that because I was actually talking about and writing about 
the difference between being in your comfort zone and the uncomfortable zone. Because in order for you to stretch, change, whatever you're trying to accomplish, you're going to have to get uncomfortable, right? You're going to have to start out being uncomfortable. Let's take speaking, for instance. I was terrified of public speaking. It made me sick. I was shaking the first time I did it. And most people are terrified of it. Now I'm very comfortable with it and I really enjoy doing it. But I had to get pretty uncomfortable before it became comfortable. But this thing I call the empowerful zone that I made up and actually I, that what happened was I was actually on a, on a uh, Facebook live, I think it was with my membership group. And I was saying something about being empowered and how powerful it was. And I said, empowerful. So that sort of became a word. And then when I wrote misery, you don't get my company, I was writing about being in the comfort zone and how you're going to have to move into the uncomfortable zone. And then I realized, here's how I thought it worked. You start out and you become uncomfortable. And then pretty soon that becomes comfortable, right? So you're back in your comfort zone. But in your comfort zone, remember, you still get complacent. So even though you became uncomfortable and went to a new level in your comfort zone, you still get kind of complacent. So whatever it is, even say speaking, you need to be not complacent. You don't want to get stuck being comfortable, so to speak, again. And so that's what I call the empowerful zone. It's a totally different zone. It is where it's where courage lives. Super, super cool stuff. So you know what? As I'm saying this today, you're the first to hear it. I really should have included the empowerful zone in the nine actions for a courageous life. Well, I'm going to have to do something with the empowerful zone. You just wait. I'm always coming up with stuff. So that's what where you need to be, where you need to live to make sure that you have long-term change. Get uncomfortable for a while, but add courage to it. And I'm telling you, you're going to wind up living in the empowerful zone, which is super, super cool. So that's really my message for you today. Be inspired, get inspired, spend as much time as you can with inspirational stories. You can fill your brain your mind, your time with so much stuff in this life, especially now in this age of instant information. Choose wisely what you fill your brain with. Choose wisely who you listen to, what you listen to. Be inspired as much as you possibly can. And then find those reasons to become motivated. But so importantly, take that motivation. Find something that can empower you to do it. No matter what it is you want to do, accomplish, or be, you're going to require courage. And that's why I highly recommend that you check out my new program, The Nine Actions for a Courageous Life. But as I said earlier, what I would do if I were you is get my coaching program. If you get an annual membership into the Still Standing Tribe, you automatically get that program. You also get discounts on future programs. So hey, if I do some kind of program on this Empowerful Zone or anything else, you'll get discounts on that. Hey, including live events. That reminds me, gosh, we've got so much going on right now. We have a live event called Still Standing Live and that is going to be on June 22nd. This is 2019 and it is going to be in Palm Springs, California. Who doesn't want to come to Palm Springs, California? Anyway, we don't have tickets quite on sale yet, but they will be any moment and, or I should say any day, but I would love to work with you in any way that I can. I, it is really what I do 24 seven is figure out ways to inspire you. I hope that it moves you into motivation 
and importantly, that you become empowered. Because whatever it is you're going through today, you have what it takes. You have the courage. You just might need a little help finding it. Whatever you're going through, it's important for you to know that you are not alone. I am standing with you and I will see you next time on the next podcast on Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Have an awesome day. Thanks again for listening to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Please be sure to follow me on social media and go to my website at ValerieSilvera.com where I have lots of awesome resources to help you stand up and fight and to remain standing. Link arms with me. You are not alone and you don't have to do this alone.